eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, and he says we got a thumbs up. It is good to be back. Here we go with the podcast. Al, what's up? Jerry, it's good to have you back. We had uh, Mr. Scott Shannon in here from uh, on the Boomer and Geo show the yeah. last uh, 45 minutes or so of the program. Another radio legend, Jerry, leaving. Well, he's retiring. He's semi mostly retiring. He is going to do his weekend show still. Is a weekend countdown. Jim. Yes, I remember Scott Channer from WPLJ. That's where I, 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 and I know he was on Z100. I don't know if I remember that as much. Sure, I remember listening to him with my mom in the car. Yeah, you know, years back. That to me is meeting Imus, now meeting Scott Shannon. If I ever met Howard Stern, that's yeah, the, that's the trifecta Correct. for me. I know there are other morning men's, you know, long ago. That to me are the top three, right? New York radio guys. For me growing up. And now Boomer, I think, is in that mix, having done mornings now for 13 years. Yeah. But He's got to be clear. in the mix, Jerry. Huh? He's got to be in the mix. Under, absolutely. But for me, like those three radio legends. By the way, Boomer's been doing mornings now. This is his 16th year. Oh, so I said, right, I'm 13. He's 16. You're 13 years. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. He mentioned, I keep forgetting to watch that documentary. I watched it, yes. Very called, good. Called uh, Worst to First yes. about when the Scott Shannon took over Z100. Yep. Really very good. Yeah, and I love radio stuff. Like, I don't know how I haven't... You know, it's not like... It's not on Netflix. I'd have to... What did I watch it You on? said you, you was it on Amazon like, Prime, Amazon I think? Prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, gotta, you have Amazon Prime. I know, Prime. I never just put go the app to, on. I, I have the app and everything. Well, just watch it. I keep forgetting about it. Set a reminder. An alarm. Last time I checked, you've got a little bit of time to kill every afternoon. I do have some time. And this one is right up your alley. Yeah. It's not long. Yes, it's like, I don't even think it's more than an hour and a half. Like, yeah. I was looking for more. And the footage they have is outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. What's funny is he didn't know what I looked like, what you looked yeah. like. That was like the old radio to yes. me. Like, that's what was very intriguing he about radio. He just listened to us every morning. Yeah. 
and pictured what we looked like. Right. He told me I was not as geeky as he thought I would be, which I took that as a compliment. I would take that as a compliment, that too. That was really nice. Yes, that is good. No geek here. He's not. doesn't want to hear about my dog poop anymore? No. He was not. Uh, even out there, he said that. Yeah, he, he says, goes, listen, you only got dog. an hour. Get to it. Get to it, spank. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. But that's when you know, like, there's not a lot going on if I if early on in the in the sh- Not true. Show. We talked about your dog the morning after the Super Bowl. Did we? No. <laughs> she was having none of it, Jerry, this Super Bowl situation. Yeah, I don't know. Like, are we going to have any more radio stars anymore? You know what I mean? Like, definitely music radio stars dead. are dead. Are dead. DJs? Yeah. Music DJs, dead. Yeah. He might be the last of the really, really popular ones. Right. Which is sad to say, but... Yeah. I think it's true. Delilah. Delilah, she's still on? Yeah, I think she is. I don't even know. And highly rated. Yeah. Yeah. She does the dedication show. Yes. On, well, we used uh, to have Casey Kasem. Right. Every He's... radio station had a well-known DJ. Yes. But now we don't. I mean, we're losing our music stations. Yeah, as it is, or for, the DJs for music services. Right. Yes, I miss that too. I know. I know. I'm in the minority. I get it. I miss a live DJ. I really do. Even when I listen to Sirius, sometimes I know they're taped. You can tell they're taped. I don't. I don't care for that. It's okay when a DJ makes a mistake once in a while. You know. There's something about, even for me watching, and partly one of the reasons why I still don't mind a commercial from time to time. I don't, don't get me wrong. I don't want to watch commercials. But there's something real about watching over-the-air television that if something happens, they're going to break in. I know that sounds crazy. As opposed to when you go to the stream and the, the Netflixes or the Amazon, the world could be blowing up and you're going to be in your little living room still watching your show. Right. I don't know. There's something I, different about it. I do think about that. And I'll, when I get in the car, a lot of times, I'll pop on 10-10 wins just to make sure they're not like, New York's on fire, and yes. here I am driving into it. Right. Because I'm um, to Spotify or yeah. or a, a podcast yep. or somewhere else. Like, Yeah, there is something about, which is why I still can't watch recorded sports. I can't okay. do it. Yeah. I mean, I did go back and watch a lot of the Jet game from Sunday. Knowing the result. It's hard, though, because you know the result. Yeah, I mean, I'll go back to it for work purposes. Right. But if I wasn't needing to look at it for work, it'd be hard for me to go back. Highlights I could go back and watch. You'd rather watch a uh, show about the game if it, the game was big or like when yeah. the NFL Network does those documentaries yes. on, on a cool game. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, and in fact, NFL Network, I was alerted to, you know, with the Dolphins playing the Chargers last Sunday night. Yeah. Was it a Sunday night? Yeah, game? it was. The NFL Network, that Saturday in the afternoon, they played the Chargers-Dolphins game. Yeah, I can't watch it. From the Kellen Winslow limping yes. off the field. I find that cool for like 20 minutes. Right. That's the thing where I that's need it. to give me detailed highlight package of that, yes. and I'm interested. I agree. Now, I did go back. I told you I watched a quarter of the Cowboys Redskins from 83, and they were yeah. the Redskins, not the Commanders at the time. Um, and I found that intriguing because some were all Madden. But after watching a quarter, I had that was enough. yeah, it was good. You just I want a reminder. Yeah, I watched twenty minutes of it. I was like, that was kind of cool. So many things I think are not as cool listening or watching back as you think they might be. Well, that's like anything. Yeah. Usually the trips are not as cool as you're planning in the anticipation. Yeah. Things you remember probably weren't as great as you're remembering them. Mm-hmm. They become 
more not mysterious, but more uh, more exciting as the time passes. Right, it's very true. You think back, like like I would. Uh, I remember when Sirius first came out and had Howard Stern, yeah. and they were like, "We've got a Howard Stern channel, and then we've got a channel we're going to put all the reruns on." Yeah, I was like, "Oh my god, it's going to be the greatest thing ever." It's but not. It's not. No, because it, they don't put a lot of the good stuff on it. Well, even back then when it first started, they they did put a lot oh, of the stuff on it. It's still there's something to be said for the context of the era you're in when you're hearing it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so yeah. hearing Howard talk about the O.J. Simpson case, it was really cool when it was going on in '94. Because you didn't know how it was going to end. Yeah, hearing it, listening back to it now. Yep. It's it doesn't have the same sure. allure. Yeah. I would agree. And that's with a lot of things I find where it's like, oh, I'm going to go back and watch that movie. And you're like, oh, yeah, I remember these three funny scenes. And the rest of the movie is terrible. I don't need the entire movie. Yeah. Just give me the scenes. You're a clip guy. Yeah, I like clips now. I know. And I guess I just, I got to that's where we are in the world. Right, like even your relationship. Clips. Not clips. all week. Clips. Clips. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a clip guy indeed, Jerry, with everything. <laughs> <laughs> I just want clips my whole life. That's it. A lot of downtime of me staring at the walls and clips. Or the ocean. Or the ocean. Or you're staring at the ocean, yes. Correct. So I thought it was very cool having Scott Shannon. Yeah. You know? It was, uh, I, I even sent my mother a text, like, I don't get starstruck much. I really don't anymore. I, anybody. Like, Scott Shannon's cool. Yeah. That was, that was kind of neat. And knowing that he, you know, it was always one thing when you heard he listened to us. Okay. Nah. All right. Maybe once or twice. He legit listens every yeah. morning. He had some critiques for us as well. Yeah. Told so. us uh, the no more talking about the dog. He didn't like you. He felt you stepped on the end of the introduction. Most days it doesn't suck. I'm so excited to get started. What can I tell you? Yeah, he says that you start talking on the k in suck. That is very true. I mean, think about like that. He tight. noticed that. Tight. That's <laughs> right. You're trying to keep it tight, Jerry. That's how I always believe it to be. Right. Yes. Well, you don't want dead, dead things. No. So now Dead I've got Imus. I have Imus on tape talking about me. Mm -hmm. Now I got to get the Scott Shannon on tape talking about. Yeah, me. those are things for my uh, my files. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Very I, cool. So you have uh, I have a Howard Stern file about you. Yeah, that's awesome. T two quick things. <laughs> Opie and Anthony, but I work there, so yeah, that's that's, uh, they the don't same. do it for me. I, right. was, I, I don't think I listened to them one time in my life. Really? No. I was one of those people when they started beating Mike and Chris in the ratings. I'm like, yeah. that's all right. I'm not. I'm not jumping ship. Like they were still. I still enjoyed Mike and Chris. Yeah, and I well, wasn't just going to change. But it's a funny thing, though. So you talk about someone like I'm as someone like Scott Shannon versus someone like Opie and Anthony. The the length of the careers. Yeah. Versus like Opie and Anthony were hot yes. for a couple years. Yep. And then they blew themselves up, and once they went to satellite, it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same. Um, so while they were really great for those couple of years, they don't, you know, Howard's been on the radio 35 years. Yeah. You know, Scott Shannon all these years. Mm -hmm. I miss all those years. Mike and Chris all those years. Yeah. Now Mr. Boomer size in all those years. I think it was Scott Shannon, 50 years in the business. Yeah. 50. 50. And then this is what we always talk about. Like at what point did, did he in like 1994 be like, wow. 25 years. Yes. I'm going to enjoy every day from this point forward. Or just wake up every day, go do your job, and then one day it's like, hmm, I guess that's it. I think that's the great thing about radio is you change every day. Like 
like the time changes. So you change slightly every day as opposed to if you're a seasonal thing, right? So you, let's say you were a, a live show in the fall and mm-hmm. then you'd come back uh, in the spring or come back next fall. Every right. fall, like a football season. Right, right, right. And let's say you just did a show every fall. There'd be one of those falls where people are like, yeah, I don't know. I kind of found this other thing. Yes. But when you're on the radio every day. It's continuous. It's continuous. Yeah, sure is. That's why I think we were, the the show was successful when uh, Craig had his troubles and Craig disappeared. Yeah. We, we didn't. Right. If we had to take time off the same time Craig did and then refocus and get back, we would have lost a lot of people. So that's an interesting point. So if back in the day, if, or not even now, if Howard gets into some legal trouble and gets pulled off the radio, yeah, they're not doing a show, right? I wouldn't think. No, they start running best ofs, right? Which people might be like, oh, I yeah. heard the kind of like you said, I've yeah. heard this already. Yeah, find something else. Yeah, and then he comes back six months later. Eh, right, you know, they found Boomer and Geo, and they're, they're, yeah, they're oh, I out. love this. This is something different. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's why you can never give people a reason to check something else You're right. out. You're right, and that's the insecurity though, too. Yeah. But once you build it, you got to keep them. Right. That's so an interesting dynamic. Yeah. So I wonder who they'll, I wonder if they'll replace Scott Shannon with, you know, with a new show going in there. Will this be? I'm meeting with Olive right after. <laughs> Will this be a person we've heard of, a show we've heard of? Mm. Will it be a show of like uh, multiple people on the show? Or will it be a one man or one woman show? I mean, What I've... will the age of that person be? But the way the business is going, I think you're going to lessen the financial burden of the company. So I don't think you – so let's just say, you know, John's Wacky Zoo in Nevada, they've killed it. I don't think if they were in line for the job, I don't think in this day and age that the company would say, all right, John, come on in with your seven guys and your writers. Yeah. And I think that those days are over. I believe so. They might Wait. say, if you want the job, John, it's yours, but here's the microphone. Wow us. I think even just – People moving for jobs is is for like radio jobs. Like in music radio, like you said, if you if you're killing it in Detroit, kill it in Detroit, right? Because no one knows you. And then in sports radio, sports radio is so regional. Yeah, you know, would a WFAN listeners want to hear somebody who was from uh, Iowa and very successful there? They don't know what. So I've thought of this. Yeah. I've thought of this on a couple of different takes. So, yeah. And let me be very clear when I say this. Right, Jerry. The chances of me landing the job are one in eight million. One so in eight I, million. Uh, yeah. So but I th- but what, I'm, what I'm saying is I think about it from the terms of how you would be received. Right. So let's say the Eagles job, play-by-play job opened up, or the 76ers job, play, play-by-play job opened up. I don't necessarily know I'd be accepted there. A matter right. of fact, I wouldn't be. Because the first thing people are going to do is Google your name and you're going to see me bashing Philadelphia. Right. Like, you know, so I think there's there's a lot of truth to that. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't even know how you even apply because for what? <laughs> Where do I send my resume? The one place I do think I could go work would be Dallas. Right. Like, I think if there was an opportunity out there, I think I could go work at the fan in Dallas because as soon as you Google me, you're going to see me as a Cowboy fan. You're going to see my history with the team. With the That works. But you're right. 
you know, me or you moving to Chicago and who wants to hear from us? Right. I think somebody there. like Joe Beningo is a perfect example. Right. Could Joe have gone to Tampa and done a... a Florida, yes. I think there are the New Yorkers. Florida, Charlotte, maybe Arizona, but like that's it. Right. I wonder how that would... If that would be successful, let's say you take a radio station in Miami, Fort Lauderdale, yeah. whatever, and you make it a New York sports talk station. Sure. I think it would work. Yeah. I mean, Sid did well in Miami for a long time. And he used to always say the amount of New York transplanted New Yorkers that were down there made his show. Yeah. I actually think you could. I mean, all it is is older, retired folks. So, I mean, there's obviously others, but... That makes up a large part of the population down there. Now, like when you were getting into radio, did you think you would have to move around the country for jobs? I yeah, did. I did too. Yes. I don't really think I applied anywhere too far. Like I know I applied to um, WBZN in Boston. Does that sound yeah. right? That the That's rock a, station? Uh, uh, I applied to a rock station. BCN. Maybe that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, WBZ is the new station in okay. Boston. I applied to a rock station in Boston, I know, Philadelphia, K-Rock. I yeah. always told you I got so excited when I got an envelope that was had a K-Rock logo on it, and it was just a stock letter yeah. that they send everybody for applying. Um, there was a new station that was starting in Atlantic City. Not that I would move down there for that, but I applied there. There was a rock station in Hartford, Connecticut I applied to. All I thought kind of – Boston would have been moving. This is when you were the, doing the morning rec on 106.3? Uh, it was probably right before I got that job. Oh, okay. This was, this, so that was, yeah, because that was 99 into 2000. This is probably more 98, 99 before I got that job. Um, and I did apply to a radio station in Los Angeles, but it was not K-Rock. And I only remember that because at the time, my cousins who live in Northern California, my one cousin lived in Southern California. And I remember her, I and mean, this is so funny, I remember her calling me on the phone to tell me there was an opening. That she heard about. I'm like, okay, well, I'm trying. Oh, I'll get my tape together. So those are the I, those are like the four or five places I applied to. Yeah. And L.A. would have been, I remember applying thinking, if I'm lucky enough to get an interview, then I'll talk to Kim about moving out there. No one called. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even get a letter on that one. Yeah, so, we didn't. Uh, most of the places wouldn't send you a letter. Yeah, K-Rock was the only one that did. Uh, the For only, me. The only one that sent me a letter back was uh, WPLJ. I actually applied for it. Think about Scott this. Shannon. <laughs> I don't know who signed it. It might have been because he might have been the program director mm-hmm. as well at the time. I applied for a production director position. Did you really? Did Jay, you know what you were applying for? I did, but I had zero production skills. Zero. Wow, that's funny. I mean, I couldn't do it now. And I've been in the business for a long time. I couldn't go produce a yeah. music, sound effects, commercials, promos. I did that with Joey DeFazio here for about three months. Yeah. Did not like it. Yeah. It That's not. really being locked in a room. And you don't even feel like you're part of the radio station. Yeah. In that way. You basically sat in the studio waiting for orders to come in over the computer. And then that was still tape. And I was very good at splicing and editing. I, that was something I could always do, which is why Joey asked me if I was interested. But I remember after like six weeks, I'm like, I can't do this. Like, this is awful. And I was only doing it a little bit because I still was working in the newsroom. Yeah. But you feel so detached, which is probably why Zach walks around a lot. Right. You know, he's in his studio. He's, yeah. I don't feel like he's part of anything. I feel like, you know, sports radio is 
as far as radio goes, that has to be the best place to be working. Sports radio. For longevity? Just for, you know, the the sports stations are local. Yeah. Right? The sports stations are offering something that the uh, satellite and podcasting doesn't really offer, which is very specific. We talk about the the New York sports teams. Yep. In Boston, they talk about the Boston sports. Yeah. Like everywhere, Arizona, you know. So it's it's something unique that you're probably not getting served elsewhere. Yeah, Where because, music is tough. Because if you're listening nationally, they're doing the top sports of the day, right. not your sports. Right. That is very true. Which would be NFL and then probably NBA, right? Yeah, I would say... Because you said you've worked uh, the national shows and they don't even want... You know, baseball's not even a topic. No, no. I would say... It's so local. I would say it goes NFL, NBA, college football. Wow. Before and, hockey. Yeah, before hockey and baseball. Yeah. yeah. Um, ESPN's done a very good job now that they have the hockey package. Though. They have really good hockey programming, too. Yeah. Um, and they do do a lot of baseball programming. But I think if you're talking about what... Like, I don't obviously ever get to watch the Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman show. But it's on one of the TVs, and you always see what they're discussing. Yeah. I mean, it's mostly football and basketball. That's it. Yeah. Which makes sense. I mean, you know, one guy's an NBA, former NBA guy. The other is an NFL player. So, you know, it's kind of like with Boomer. It's so easy just to talk football with him because he's so locked in. And those are the two... Although the NBA doesn't get great ratings anymore. It's another one that we, I don't uh, I don't know. That we perceive as having a larger audience. It's like sports talk fellatio. <laughs> <laughs> right or wrong? How so? We will, so if the Knicks and Nets are good, well, forget the Nets. If the Knicks are good, we will shove the Knicks down your throat. Yet the ratings aren't great for it. They're just not. Right, and that's what we've talked about. That's the, our argument was against hockey, or the argument to not talk hockey is, but how many people in your audience watched it last night? Right, and I don't know anymore what yeah. the answers are. I know I know people are watching the football. I get Correct. that one. That's easy. Yep. But, like, there was – it was it had to be Sal maybe a month ago before the, the – um, before the free agents started signing. Yeah. And I remember just saying, I'm like, my God, a lot of baseball calls today. I'm like, is, you know, I said a lot of baseball talk tonight ahead of the, uh, the the free agent period. He goes, well, that's what people, you know, when I talk about it, people call. And I sit there and think, and if you talk Rangers, you will get flooded with Ranger calls. But then people will say, yeah, but it's a small, it's a small amount of people. But wait, so which is it then? Yeah. Baseball is a small audience too. But they call, I don't know. I agree. Like, the NFL, you can't go wrong with the NFL. No, you can always win with the NFL. You look at the numbers, it's a... Can't argue. It's a either... Not to say it's a, it's not once a week, but your team plays once a yes. week. And even on the other days where there's games, there's a game. Right. Right? And if you're a sports fan, you're probably watching mm-hmm. the game. So, yeah, the NFL I always understood. I understand the money in the NFL. Yep. I know where it comes from. I know why the rights are so much. I know how much the commercials sell for. Football is the only one that ever financially I could look at and go, I know the money coming in. I know the money going out. I get it. Yeah. And none of the others I but then hockey, do that with. It makes sense because look at the salaries. The salaries are nothing like 
the other sports. Yeah. A guy gets a six-year contract for $30 million. We're like, wow. Meantime, you got quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers making 50 for one year. You got baseball players signing 13-year, $400 million deals. Like, these hockey players don't make, yeah. comparatively speaking, a thing. They're very, very underpaid. Right. But now you talk about the contracts, and it makes sense. Basketball to me and baseball. Yeah, don't understand us. It's bizarre. It is just, it's it's crazy. And basketball is even more national than baseball. Yes. So, like, you would have fans of other teams in other locations. Sure. Where in baseball, for the most part, it's you're a fan of the team in your town. Most of the time, yes. Unless you've moved. So here's a great example why we would answer me this question. I think you're going to say I don't know. We will have no problem talking NBA. No problem at all. No one's going to argue it. No one's going to say anything. We have no problem talking baseball. No one will argue it. No matter of fact, they might encourage it. We talk hockey for three seconds. We're playing clips. Nobody cares about hockey. Move on. Managers are running down the hallway. Stop (laughs) talking about the hockey. (laughs) Meantime, I'll ask you this. The Bucs played the Warriors last night. That's a pretty big regular season basketball game with Giannis and Steph Curry and Draymond Green. How many minutes of that game do you think either of our hosts watched last night? Zero. Me and you? Zero. Eddie? Zero. If that was Packers and 49ers, not Eddie, he goes to bed at 6 o'clock, you would have watched the replay package as soon as you woke up this morning. I would have saw the first half and watched the second half highlights when I got in, and those two would have watched the entire game. But no one watched Bucks and, and Warriors. You had the Celtics and the Lakers on last night. They didn't even know they played. But it's okay to talk about basketball. Right. Huh? Yeah, it doesn't make weird. sense to me. It is weird. And I think we're at fault for it. Yeah. Partly. Not all of us. Well, it's like we talk about all, you know, all the time about like uh, what makes a hit record. Is it is it the record itself or is it uh, if a radio station decides we're going to play this every hour? Yes. I think it's the radio station playing it every hour because there are songs that have come on and I can't stand them. Mm-hmm. And then you hear it 65 times, all of a sudden, all right, it's not so bad. Yeah, that's pretty good. Right, because you ingrained it into my, you basically yeah. programmed my brain to know the song. That's how I started listening to the country music. When I was working at the sports station down in Tampa, we were in the building with uh, two country stations. And that's what they had pumping around the building. And at first it was like, oh my God, this twangy country yeah. garbage. Next and then all of a sudden you're, you're I'm, humming it. Yeah, then I'm recognizing the songs. And then when they were giving away CDs, I was like, I'm going to grow How about that? <laughs> Yeah. And that's how I got into it. And then much way the same way people find sports radio that are music radio listeners is they get sick of hearing the same songs over and over yeah. again. And sometimes they switch to talk. Like That's why we get a lot of people that are in their cars, right? So if you're a delivery guy or uh, you're a pharmaceutical sales rep that's mm-hmm. in your car all day, you get sick of the, of the music, you put on talk because it's something different. That's how I was with the country. I was sick of the music. I was working in sports, so I was get, I was getting all the sports. I was like, "This is hummable, yeah. catchy music that I know none of these songs." Look at this! I've opened up a whole world for me. The whole world that's so popular in different parts yeah. of the country that you just realized existed. Yes, it's true. Yep, it is true. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm up show. All right, we'll be back here tomorrow on a Thursday. Oh, we got a little. Who's the Thursday night game? Uh, Seahawks Forty Nine. All right, it's a good game. That is a good game. Jerry, would you say it's a good game or a pretty good game? Well, considering the Niners quarterback, I'd say it's pretty, pretty good. Pretty good game. Pretty good. Yeah. I was just thinking, you think we could sell pretty good T-shirts just in so, 
San Francisco area? <laughs> I'm sure they are already. You think so? I did think about, unfortunately, so with the with the hoodies and everything I yeah. was selling, I thought over the weekend when I was in Dallas, you know, the warm-up shirt with Alan Jerry, it's pretty good. I thought, because you do that, yeah. and I thought with the quarterback, it makes sense, but it, like I said, I by the last night, the 5 p.m., I had to stop, so everything's off the website now, yeah. but... I'm going to make that for next year. I would think it would be cool like in the Niners colors, right? Yes. And it just says, your quarterback may be good, but ours is pretty good. I guarantee you they're selling them already. <sighs> they're licensed with his with his name and his picture, and yeah. then they're unlicensed. Yeah, in, I like the unlicensed In ones. red and gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're and that. It's, it's yes. pretty good. And spell it, you know, with the more R's. So pretty good. Yes, absolutely. All right, Jerry, warm-up show. It's pretty good. So- oh, we never talked about Pornhub. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, suck. here we go. What do you say we do this? D. Eddie Scuzzeri, it's been a while. Nice to see you. I know you're going away for a couple of weeks, so I'll have the lasting image in my head until 2023. And across from me, I missed him. Not going to lie. His name is Al Superhuman Freaky Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. Did you and Danny White mention me at all? I did, actually. You know, it's so funny right? you say that. I did. Nice. Uh, because I met Danny's son, Reed who came to the Reed game White. on Sunday, uh, and his son. So Danny had his son and his grandson there. And when we went and had uh, our meal, our pregame meal, we were talking about, uh, you know, his son asked me if I was a Cowboy fan. I said, well, oh, really? Matters of matter of fact. So I showed him the photo of me as Danny White when I was 11. I said, <laughs> and I said, uh, not only that, I said, me and uh, my partner, Al Dukes, uh, on the radio station, we talk about Danny all the time. There's a card where he's kissing a, a cheerleader. Oh, that's the greatest. And he started laughing, whatever. It was kind of... Neither here nor there. Then at halftime, this is where I chickened out. At halftime, they had Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders with the current ones, with the girls from the 80s, the 90s, and the 2000s out there. 
Is that right? And I, I was so close to asking him, the girl on the card, she out there? The girl you and made I, out with, Danny. I chickened out. I didn't do it. Yeah. But I thought that would have been funny. That would have been awesome. Because you always bring that up. Yeah, because the Super 70s Sports on Twitter yes. often tweets out that photo of Danny White in full uniform making out with a cheerleader in full now, uniform. he was on the Cowboys in the late 70s, so I don't know what year that card was. Yeah. So I don't know if the Cowboy cheerleaders from the 70s weren't there. They had a group of them from the 80s. Yeah. But I thought, mm, maybe, but the game wasn't going great. Yeah, I'll let it go. How are those gals looking, Jerry, uh, the 1980s? I tell you, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, I'm, there were some. They looked like they were more like 2000s. Yeah, I love the 1980s look. I love the big blown-out hair. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the big... Guys driving the Camaros, the girls have the big hair with all the hairspray in it. Yes. Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. I loved hairspray. I will tell you that they did not have those hairstyles any longer. Well, probably damaged their hair. That's more streamlined. But I'll tell you, they can move. It was was impressive, actually. Oh, oh, yeah, Jerry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jerry, what happened to your Cowboys? They almost (laughs) almost lost to the Texans. But they they didn't. didn't. I'm so tired of hearing this. I'm just saying. But they didn't. They didn't. Doesn't matter. At the end of the year, no one's going to look back no and say, "No one's going to care." Boy, that, that week thirteen or fourteen game against the attack. They won the game. So what? Right. And the only reason the Texans were in the game was because of a couple of stupid turnovers. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I mean, the Cowboys. They take the opening drive. They go right down the field and score right down their throat. And then they, the Texans, go three and out. And then Cavante Turpin drops the punt. And like the game just kind of flipped there. Like, and the Texans were doing, remember uh, back in the day, I was talking today about this, back in the day when they would shuttle the quarterbacks every other play? Yeah. Well, it wasn't every other play, but it was close. The Texans were going back and forth from Davis Mills to Jeff Driscoll from play to play, series to series. So they were pulling out all the stops, as they say. Did you ask Danny White ever uh, off the air, maybe, what about Mike White? Does Danny no, White actually like, never came up. Are they related? Is I didn't Mike, ask if they were related. Is Mike White Danny White's son? No, it, I no, you he's not his that. son. You no. don't know. I, well, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure. That'd be great if he was. That's my son, Jerry. No. <laughs> my son's killing it in New York. I don't think that's his son, mm. but it did not come up. I probably should have. It All did right. not. Fair enough. Do you have another Cowboy game on the docket that you're no, play by playing it. this year? Those are my two. All I right. did that one in the Lions game. Right. Week whatever that was eight. I don't mm-hmm. remember. It's fun. Good right. time. Yeah, no. Went we... to see the Stars and Red Wings on Saturday. Oh, is that right? Had a blast there. Yeah, it was a good That's time. That's good. Yep. Very good. You. Nice You're weekend. All over Dallas, Jerry. Yes. All over And then the I got year. out before they had the tornado yesterday. Oh, there was a tornado right yeah. through there? In Grapevine, which was like the next town over. Is that right? Yeah. See, that's the problem. All these other places where I go, hmm, I like to live there. They always have something tornado. I still like to live there. A hurricane. I do like it there. You do? But we have hurricanes here. That's true. Yeah. And all super right, so storms and blizzards. Yeah. Not the great yeah, we sports. got all those things. Yeah, I know. And terrible weather six months out of the year. Yeah, it was really great getting punched in the face when we walked out of the house this morning. Only 30 degrees or 20-something 30, degrees. I saw 26. Yeah. <laughs> a little chilly, Jerry. Uh, a little chilly. little chilly. Now, we do get a little baseball news at some point after I went to sleep last night, Jerry. Right. I mean, that could have been 6 o'clock at night for all I know. Could have happened at 4 a.m. Who knows? Carlos Correa's. He's uh, on the San Francisco Giants now. So Great. Yesterday we referenced, uh, you weren't here though, Jerry, but uh, people were talking about, did Steve Cohen want Carlos Correa? He liked a tweet about Carlos it Correa. It sounds like they, they made a little bit of a push for him. Should the Yankees have made a push for Carlos Correa? Not for these numbers. No, 13 stupid. years and, th- I mean, I, 
He's a really good player. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and really good player. I don't know. You looking at his stats over there? Yes. I see you kind of eyeballing and some I, things. I, I know he's really good. I get it. Okay. I mean, <laughs> a lot of cash. It is a lot of cash, cash. for a career two seventy five hitter. I mean, it's great. I'm not saying. And these, I don't know, thirteen and, years. Yeah, thirteen years. Like we were laughing at the God nine year deal. That uh, who got the nine year? Aaron deal? Judge. Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. Aaron no, he Judge. got. He, yeah, he got nine for three sixty. Yeah, this is a thirteen year deal. Yeah, yeah, I. I. What year will it be in in thirteen years from now? Uh, Thirty five. This guy's got under contract. You'll be sixty six. That's not good. <laughs> I know it's no That's good. That's not going to be good for anybody. Uh, trust me, I'm aware will I'll be 61 I, or dead. Jerry, will I be watching Carlos Correa on the Giants when I'm 65? Let me ask you this. When I'm 64. Well, I don't think you're going to be watching uh, um, Carlos Correa when you're 54. <laughs> <laughs> so let's That's get probably that probably fair, out Jerry. of the way. Number two, are you still working here? Yes. You're oh, st- no, I'm retiring at 60. All right, then no. I don't think you'll watch baseball again. <laughs> What if I get so into baseball because I got nothing else to do? I don't think you're watching Carlos Correa unless he's playing the Mets or the Yankees. That's Mets. about it. Yeah, that's about it. All right, so I'll see him then. See you in uh, I mean, 2035. This, this deal takes him to 41 years old. Yeah. Okay. I can't decide whether I like free agency or don't like free agency. I hate free agency. I definitely I don't really like it hate in, free in football. I love my football teams to mm-hmm. like be consistent. I thought this. So I heard someone say, and I, I don't remember who it was in. Oh, I was in regards to Kyler Murray. And I don't. Oh, it was ESPN, Fox Sports. One of the analysts says, you know what I'm happy for? He got his money. Okay. He hasn't done anything, though. Yeah. Like, so he got his money. Wonderful. This notion. So I, this came on the heels. I watched an old Mickey Mantle clip with David Letterman. They were talking about. Dave Winfield, and you know he's getting one point five million a year, maybe up to two million a year. And Letterman says, you know, what do you when you hear that? What do you think? And Mantle goes, well, goes two million dollars. That's more than I made in eighteen seasons. Now I know the money's different, and the, yeah. I understand all that. But it's like you think about back in the day what they made, which was still more than most. So they did okay, but this has gone to absurd levels. And then I think, like, why? If I it's so and it would never happen and I get it free agency's here to stay and it's only going to get worse and worse and worse and I under, but like you think about players in the NBA let's go there or hockey either way because you have lesser people to pay yeah I get LeBron making I can make the case he should make seventy five million dollars a year and Steph Curry these guys move the needle they sell merchandise but why do players three or four through twelve Make gobs and gobs of money. You can tell me guys in the G League aren't as talented as these guys who play two minutes a game and still make ridiculous amounts of money. It's it's me. It's silly. I, once you get past the superstars, yeah, I don't know. Even in baseball, these contracts are stupid. Right. You can make the case for Aaron Judge. He's gonna. I can make the case. We buy Judge. I can make the case. Aaron Judge could make a hundred million dollars a year because of his worldwide sales and jerseys. And I get that. But the guy who's number fourteen on the roster, like a like a relief pitcher making eleven million dollars a year, is going to go out and give you a four ERA. I can find someone in AAA that's going to throw to a four ERA. I yeah, know. I don't, I don't it's quite stupid. get it. Really, is stupid. I remember I got a Sports Illustrated once, and on the cover it was Mike Schmidt, million dollar man, or something sure. like that. Yeah. Well, remember when Strawberry got the million dollar contract? 
with the I was it with the Mets? That no, was probably with the Dodgers. I forget when he. No, it was with the Mets when he got the big contract. It was like wow. Now it's like he, the poor guy is doing talks for five hundred dollars <laughs> because he burned through all that yes, money. His money, it's gone. And if he played today, he would be. And I know, just make this case with Boomer too. If Strawberry played today, he would be the one getting twenty five to thirty five million dollars a year. What do you think these guys do with their money? Like, like spend if, it? No, like if I were to go to like a like a Aaron Judge, and I was looking at like where his money coming in, his money going out. Is it just nuts, or is a, it... a guy like Aaron Judge? I would guess is probably one that gets into investments and probably is very smart with his money. He just seems so grounded. But you think he's given everyone in his family cash? Maybe. Yeah. Everyone? I don't yeah, know about that. A lot of, like a lot of people. But his immediate family? Sure. Like, what would you like? Would you let's say let's say um, I don't know. You won the lottery, and you probably were worth will. you were worth a billion dollars. Yeah. How far out? How far out would you extend? I mean, your nieces and nephews for sure. I'm sure your sisters. Are you sending cash to cousins that you barely talk to? No, right. Not getting any like cash. Your immediate family, your parents. Send them on a buy them a house and send them on a trip. Right. And give them some extra cash. I pay off everyone's homes. Okay. Get them all new cars. Immediate family. Immediate family and my best friends. My bet. Well, my guess Including would be you. Aaron Judge probably does the same thing. I would buy you a car, Jerry. I've I've had enough of those. I think you don't want a new car. Not really. I'm kind of good. Hmm. All right. I'm gonna pay for my kids' college. I'll take that. There you go. That I would take. That would be awesome. And I don't even mean like Harvard. Yeah. I mean Rutgers. Rutgers. Yeah. The Perfect. State University. Perfect. I'm good. That would be fine. That'd be very nice of you. I hear Kane College or Kane University, University. now. They're advertising on like the Giants games. They're advertising here too. I yeah, think. they advertise everywhere. Yeah. I'm like, they didn't advertise squat when I was there, Jerry. Well, it's very competitive. Yeah, very competitive. And as a university, I guess that means they have more students, more expenses. They've. Been, I'm telling you, that place. I know you went back there. If you ever walked the campus, my wife went there too. It is so different from yeah. when, when she went. Kind of cool. Very nice. I remember, like, they did no advertising when I was going yeah. to college. Well, you've got their advertising. Fordham is advertising with us because you got Craig with that horrendous "Go Rams" at the end. <laughs> <laughs> you've got that. Even Jersey City State, where I went, they advertise a little bit now. I think yeah. you have to to stay so that people remember you. They should, I should be doing those commercials. It's why Pepsi and I. Coke are so popular, and RC Cola never took off. Right? They advertise their advertising. Yeah, that's part of it. They got to stay top of mind. Mm-hmm. Which is why you see the big guys continue to push their product, even when they probably don't have to. Right. Makes sense. Got to stay top of mind, Jerry. So you would not have given Carlos Correa 13 years? <laughs> no, I don't give anybody there. I don't know what this guy, what these guys are going to be in three years. <laughs> I agree with that. I would only give somebody a contract like that if I knew I was like, if I was going to be retiring, I'd be like, yeah, whatever. Oh, Make if you my were the last... GM at the yeah. end? Let my, let, <laughs> Next let my guy deals years, with this. Yeah, future <laughs> problems. I Listen, I guess if you win a World Series or two, I, yeah. guess it, I guess it's worth it. I just look at these contracts. Like Carlos Correa at 40 years old, I suppose he could still. I mean, listen, Derek Jeter played shortstop until he was almost 40, or was he 40? Whatever. But he was a legend, one of the... Needle movers, as you yes. said earlier. Well, he's going to have to be out there because you're stuck with him now for 13 years. So he's going to have to be the type of player that still goes out there and maybe the skills diminish a little bit at the end, but he's still productive. I just, 
I don't know. When I see 13 years and 315 at 350, again, well, I expect you to be a 320 hitter, 35 home runs, 100 RBIs every year, and you score 100 runs every season. That's what you better do. Well, when when will that change, you think? I have no idea. I, you tell me. When does the bubble burst? Yeah. Because uh, I've been I, thinking it was bursting for the entire time I've been here. When contracts started getting to $9, 10000000 million a year, I thought we were long overdue. And now we're looking at contracts that are in the... Th- so I said this to Eddie walking in, and we always kill hockey. And I get it, and I don't get it. Yet baseball, whose attendance in certain markets is phenomenal. There's no question about it. In other markets, it's dreadful. Most, I would say, right? And the TV ratings suck. Yet we treat it like it's the NFL. Hockey, you've got jam-packed arenas, rabid fans, and we treat it like it's got the plague. And I don't, I don't understand. I really, I don't understand it. And so they make good money. Like that to me is where I kind of feel like salary should be. And yet I feel like the NHL players should be making more than other sports because of the kind of like the NFL. Never begrudge a guy in the NFL, although I think quarterbacks get paid too much. Uh, make as much as you can because you get killed on any play. Same thing. And not guaranteed deals. That too. Uh, right, in the NFL. The NHL too. I mean, these guys taking their lives in their hands. You got skates. You got sticks. You could get slight. God knows what could happen. But you get your throat sliced by a skate. Which we've seen, which is scary. Plus, you could go into the boards with your head down. We've seen that, unfortunately. And I'm not saying a guy can't get hit by a fastball. I get it. But the I would say... The chances of you getting hurt in football and hockey are a lot greater than in baseball and basketball. And in hockey, they get paid the least. And I know no one, I guess no one watches hockey either nationally, but God, the fan bases are crazy. Do you think we can talk baseball or where we treat baseball different because you don't even have to watch baseball to follow along a um, box score and things and know what's going on in the game? I guess, but you could do that with with hockey too. You could look at a box score and see who scored when, how many shots on goal. I mean, you could uh, no, I, like Alex Ovechkin scored his 800th goal last night. That's everywhere. Like you don't have to not be a hockey fan to know that. Even I knew that. Uh, look at you. Even I saw that this morning. Even ESPN put that on their on the front page of their website today. So yeah, I get it, but. I don't know. Hockey's a weird one. It's we, very weird. I said that we went Saturday. We had so much fun of that game Saturday. The crowd was so into it. And I'm, I look around. I'm like, why do we not pay attention to this? But there are there are markets like in Buffalo, the radio station in Buffalo, where they talk. Geo used to talk uh, Penguins, Penguins hockey every morning. Okay, but the in Ranger Pittsburgh. fan base is as big a yeah. fan base and as good a fan base as there is, and we ignore it. Yes. I mean... Uh, well, like, Boomer doesn't. That Ranger-Devil game was pretty cool the other night. Pretty cool. That was, that was a pretty good game. And your team lost that, Jerry, uh, yes. your Devils. But a, game, a good game's a good game. They were blew a 3-1 lead, I know that. But All right, let's take a break. 5-18, we are just getting started. We've got Boomer and Geo. It's uh, starting to feel like the holidays around here. They'll be with us at 6 on the fan. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Where's my songs? Where's my music? There it is. The season's upon us. The season's upon us, Jerry. It doesn't feel like it, I gotta be honest. Brandy and eggnog, there's plenty Christmas season's a Tuesday right now. <laughs> That's what Christmas season feels like. I agree. There's nothing there. And I'm I'm trying. Like I go to the mall, my son's going to this basketball training, so I go to the mall in the afternoon. Of course it doesn't help that there's no one at the mall. <laughs> yeah. It's just um I don't know. You should see mine. I don't want to see yours. I got to stop that because of this cursing later on in this song. Oh, That's shocking. the Dropkick Murphys, Jerry. The season's upon us. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I agree with you. I, I, I got nothing right now. I think part of it, too, for me yeah? is Christmas Eve, Cowboys play the Eagles at 4.30, which means my Christmas Eve is pretty much shot. Right, that's a huge It's game. a huge game. And I huge. won't be done until 8.15. Yeah. So by the time I get to my parents' house, it's going to be almost 9 o'clock. By 11, the night's over. So eleven. My night ends at nine at nine p.m. Even on Christmas Eve. Oh yeah, Jerry. Oh, God, man. I can't wait to tell Gina about New Year's Eve this year. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. So yeah. So there's that. And you know, Christmas Day is fine, but once you get to Christmas Day, it's like uh, it's all past. Yeah. So right. I don't know. It's um, it's it's just different. I will tell you, Dallas was very uh, Christmassy. They had de- decorations up. Yeah, that was cool, but it was also seventy degrees, so it doesn't yeah. really also weird. Doesn't feel like yeah. it. Yeah. Miami was very Christmassy, but it was 80. Right. They put, like, uh, Christmas lights on palm trees. They do. Which That's is, what they used to do in Tampa when I was cool. there. That is kind of cool. That is kind of cool. I would like to spend the Christmas down south. That'd be fun. That sounds like a TV special. Jerry Reckos, Christmas down south. Hey, listen, you get it funded. I'll do it. <laughs> I'm in. Let's go. You uh, Or, or, like, or in, uh, like Arizona, right, with the put uh, lights too. on a cactus. Or how about this? I always started my dartboard show. Yeah. We throw a dart. We throw a dart and a map, and then I go spend Christmas with that house. It's like Jerry's Christmas in Wisconsin, <laughs> and then from Wisconsin we hit the county, yeah. the town, and then the street and a house. That'd I go awesome. spend Christmas with those people. I would watch that show. That would be that would be different. Now, Jerry, we've got a couple stories of uh, you know. Ever since I feel like the pandemic, I know fans have always been nuts. Yes, but like. Once fans were allowed back into arenas worse. after the pandemic, they worse. got worse. Like entitled. Yeah, but, now, part of this yeah. is, part of this is, when you are going to charge, so my tickets on Saturday. Yeah. Stars Red Wings. I spent 
$390 on two tickets. <laughs> to a hockey game. Yeah. Regular season. That I'm not a fan of either team. Right, but... So when you when you charge these types of prices, or people are paying those, because I did buy them on the secondary market, they feel entitled to say and do what they want. See, I would Ain't think right. if your ticket prices are higher, as they are to get into these things, that you would get a more mature group of people. You get people. both. Well, did you see? So I'll, let me, I'll play this. I think you're you're referencing Draymond Green. Yes. Draymond is pointing someone out in the crowd. A fan must have said something crazy to him. He, he's been talking to officials. And so they went and got security, and they got the guy ejected. And, and if you go back a couple of series in that game, I think Steph Curry's at the free throw line. Someone's at the free throw line. I forget who. And he is screaming back and forth with this fan who he later says threatened his life. Yeah. And once he crossed that line, that's when he went to the official and said, like, get this guy out of here. <laughs> Imagine go to a basketball game and threaten to kill a basketball player. I, I will kill you. Did you see the video? No. The guy's an adult. <laughs> he's not like he's an 18-year-old right. nut job. And what was interesting with the video is they kept focusing on this guy and his three kids. Now, I mean kids. I don't mean five-year-olds. I would say his, who I would imagine were his sons, were somewhere between 14 and 20. And it was this guy? No, that's what oh. I thought because the guy's looking like, well, I do. I'm like, oh, here we go. I'm like, can you imagine you take your kids to the game and you're the lunatic? It turned out it was the guy behind him and it was a single guy and they escort him out. Or you're like, you're the guy with the kids who was innocent and wasn't doing anything. and They like, kick you out. <laughs> or they show you on TV and your boss is like, we got to fire <laughs> this guy tomorrow. And he did nothing wrong. <laughs> He's threatening to kill Draymond Green. Well, I do think we've got an issue with NBA games. Yeah. With where they seat it's these It's too fans. close. Yes. You got, at least in hockey, as, as vile as it might get, you got the boards and you've got a very high glass. Yes. Nothing's going to happen. I mean, it just nothing's going to happen. Right, so when those lunatics are pounding on the glass... There is they look like lunatics. Right. There is a separation. And and let me be clear. I mean, these fans are crazy, too. I'm not yeah. saying anything different. But with basketball, remember, was it LeBron in Atlanta? Remember that last year? He got tripped or something? No. The fan threatened his son. Oh. I mean, like, gosh. you know, saying vile things about yeah. his kids. They just, and then I said to you last week or two weeks ago, like, when did we put fans in between the scores table and the team? <laughs> Who thinks that's a good idea? It's a terrible idea. I, uh, there's got to be like five, six rows. Yes. Of, uh, put the media there. Yes, put the media there. And, and you can still have great seats. Just back a little bit. Right, because the media probably is not going to threaten to kill you. Uh, you would think not. Although there have been some crazy media members there too, are, but probably not. There are nutty media members. It's yeah. Nuts. It's very weird. I don't know when that occurred where they, where the NBA started putting... Because I remember Jack Nicholson, he used to sit courtside. Like courtside they've been sitting too. courtside forever. Like even the like people sit right behind the basket where when they come in for slam dunks and yes, they're right there. Well, that, the and crowd. that's where this fan was. Oh, he was he under was the in basket? the second or third row under the basket. So that's a pricey ticket. It's a very pricey ticket. So he it's, gets hammered, especially that game, Bucks and um, and Warriors in Milwaukee. This guy was probably smoking weed. Drinking uh, maybe straight vodka. Well, see, that's another issue. The alcohol at these games is a problem. You're, we're supposed to be adults. We're supposed to do it the right way. So the the people sat next to us on Saturday. Now here, I don't know when the alcohol cuts off. I I thought third period it was over. I thought you had to get your drinks before the start of the third period, or maybe with like 15 minutes to go in the game, they cut off alcohol sales here. You know, in the sh- not, uh, shootout, in overtime, 
Saturday, they were still getting cocktails. <laughs> I mean, and I'm talking for I would say what looked like responsible adults to our right, sitting right next to Matthew, and there were two couples in their I would say fifties. They started out as such nice people, and by the third period, the one guy was crazy, like just screaming vile things. Yeah. And that's the vodka he was drinking. I will kill you. Well, he didn't. No, he didn't yell that. But I wonder if the guy who was yelling at Draymond Green, like, does he wake up this morning and not remember threatening to kill Draymond Green? I don't know if he was drinking or not. He didn't look like he was drinking when they when they so got him. No drinking anyway. I don't and screaming. I didn't say that. I said he didn't look like someone that was drunk. Even if I wasn't drinking, I'd be like, I was hammered. My bad. Very sorry. Yeah, you could do that Apologies. the next day. I wouldn't do that at the time because if they give you a breathalyzer, <laughs> yes, sir, zero point zero. <laughs> I wonder what that feeling is like when, as an adult grown man, you are thrown out of an arena. Like, you exit the door. For being a crazy person. And then you're like, huh, I guess I go home now. Yeah. For threatening to kill you. Oh, maybe I'll be on television. Well, so what type of fan is he? Well, there was another Lunatic. guy. There was another guy at the game Saturday who was by himself. Large man. A bigger fella. Clearly the stars were his life. Loves the, like, loves I mean, the stars. they were his life. He was screaming at every official, every Red Wing, and he was chugging Modelo's. Uh, like, calm down. <laughs> but they serve him in bottles there? I hope not. Cans. Oh, okay. All How right. about this? In Dallas, they give you the bottle cap. Right. Around here, we're not responsible enough to get the bottle Apparently, cap. we're animals. <laughs> <laughs> we fling it right on uh, the ice. But to your point, this guy I thought was going to have a stroke at one point. He was so, like, veins popping out of his neck. Like, does he on the ride back, boy, that was a little bit much. Or is he like, damn stars? Yeah. I think he's like, listen, I, I did my part. Maybe. I did my part tonight. You, you could be I'm very right about fan. that. I did my part. Then in a hockey uh, game on Friday night in Arizona, uh, there were a fan, a fan fight between uh, Coyotes uh, during the Coyotes-Bruins game. Yeah, this is not good. And, and a fan had his tip of his finger bitten off yeah that that sounds a bit much <laughs> like that guy went to a hockey game uh-huh. and left missing a piece of his finger left dna there and he didn't play right that's correct it got bit off mm-hmm. were they throwing him through tables and fire pits like no. in buffalo no i mean he got into a little brew haha in the stands and left minus a third of one of his fingers so i'll ask you what i always have asked you and we see these fights there was the the female fight i think at a wasn't the Cowboy game. Ah, I'm blanking out. It was in the bathroom. Yes. Bad fight in the bathroom between three and four women. They always pull hair at the girls. Yeah. Did this stuff always happen, or do we now know more of it because of the camera phones and the social media? It's a good question. I'm going to say it's always happened. We just know more now. We just uh, get to see all the videos. Yeah, I think so, because people can't wait to post stuff. Yeah. I don't like to see when girls pull hair really hard because that looks like that's... You'd rather than pull panties? <laughs> panty match. <laughs> Wrestling panty match. I did see, which I'm sure this would be a <laughs> promo for the uh, the podcast coming up. Oh. I did see Pornhub release their findings for 2021. Oh, I didn't see that. It was the front page of the post. You didn't see that? No. It literally was on... Will you go to NewYorkPost.com? I will get right that. Right there. All right. And the um, the most searched term in Texas is panties. 
Panties. Yes. I fig- I thought of you immediately because you love that word. Yeah, women hate that word. <laughs> women hate creepy men to say panties. Yeah, the one in New Jersey, I, di- I didn't know what it meant. I, okay. I'll ask we'll you about it during later. the break. Right. We'll do this during the podcast. The, uh, pro- pro- post-game podcast. I'm sure nothing you and Eddie talked about. No, I, and you know what? The, the 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 One of the sites that I go to, they used to always have Pornhub stuff. They, they don't ever Now you got to try the newspaper. It. I got to go back old school newspaper. <laughs> All right, quick break. When we come back, we'll get off the uh, the porn topic. Uh, more more sports. And the Boomer and Geo at 6 right here on The Fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Quarter to six. Pearl Jam? Indeed, Jerry. Hail, hail. I don't know if they're on tour this year. I've got to see these guys. Yeah, I've so never seen them. 2020 was supposed to be the year of the concert, if you remember. And I, then we got hit with this thing called COVID. Yep. 2023, year of the concert. I need tickets for Pink. Can you help me out? Pink? No. Yeah. Remember I screwed that up back in the day? I do remember yeah. that, yeah. i got to make up for that one. I do have Bruce Springsteen tickets for 2023. Oh, you did get them? Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, well, listener was nice enough to uh, give you tickets. Well, I I bought two tickets off of him, and he, he sold them to me at face. Oh, that's value awesome! Because he got four and only needed two. How awesome! So now you sit next to him. I am nice. That's right, Jerry. You should you know not for nothing, and I I mean this. Yeah, you should take him out for dinner. I'll buy him beers. Okay, I would take him out for dinner, but really, yeah, I would. In the city. Uh, no, in Bradley Beach, and then invite him oh, to your fine. home. <laughs> no, I'd I, rather do that than meet somebody in New York City for dinner. Yeah, but there are great places right by the garden where you don't have to walk in. All right, maybe. I mean, beers is fine, too. Yeah. you got to show some gratitude. I'll buy him a big pretzel. Well, that's fine. That'll cost $36. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Imagine those prices. My God. And here's an odd NFL story for you, Jay. Marcus Mariota, the quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. You got benched for Desmond Ritter. He got benched for a rookie. He uh, he's gone. He just left. Yeah, he just left the team. Marcus Mariota had enough. Gone. Was something going on in his personal life, or just because he got benched? It, uh, everything I read, it made it seem like he was benched, and it was like, "All right, I'm see you guys." Well, so now let's let's go back to what we've discussed Crazy. about player salaries. Yeah, how much money do you think Mar- Marcus Mariota has made? <laughs> right, so he could just be like, eh. This isn't for me anymore. Yeah. What do you think? $36 million. <laughs> Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota has made $65 million. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, hey. I'm surprised we don't see more of this thing. Well, right? we, we saw Andrew Luck walk away in the prime of his career. But he waited till the end of a season, right? No. He did it in August. <laughs> oh, right. Which he said was his biggest <laughs> regret about walking away. Right. He did it and, as the team was prepared for him to be the starting quarterback. Yes. And you know what? You take all that aside. Good for him worrying about his health and his family. Yeah. That's great. But these are things that players back in the day, they didn't have the choice. And that's a, that's another thing that, that that kills me too. Like when I was going back to the Kyler Murray thing, and now maybe Marcus Mariota can just walk away. You know, I'm glad he got his money, even though he's accomplished nothing in his career so far. This notion... That these guys never have to work again. 
Why? Or what if he didn't get his money? And I don't know. At 35, has to go get a job. Like every other yeah, we can't have slump that. in society, like you, me and you. We can't have that, Jerry. We can't what, have these guys getting jobs. Because he can jobs. throw a ball farther or hit a ball farther or throw it hard. I mean, give me a break. Yeah. It's it's really it's hilarious. It's like, well, yeah, I'm a pro player. I never have to work again. Yeah, I'm not well, working. Well, maybe you have to. Yeah, so I'm surprised we don't see more guys like Marcus Mariota go, you know what? Oh, I'm benched? I think you, I think you might see it more. Yeah. Because the, with the salaries out of control like they are, you might start seeing it. Do you think he goes somewhere else? Do you think next year he is? No, because if I bench him, he's going to leave. <laughs> Who would sign him now? That's great. Yeah, you sign him and be like, Ugh, we really don't w- we really want to go with the rookie but uh, he he'll leave <laughs> <laughs> boss i know who we need for a backup quarterback who's this marcus marietta the yeah. guy that quit yeah no i yeah i maybe it's such a weird maybe he thinks he can leave and go get signed by the cardinals next year so you've seen a a quarterback leave because he got benched and then Antonio Brown left during a game. Correct. And so took his clothes off. Uh, <laughs> this is a little better. This is a little better. He didn't quit during a game and get and strip. <laughs> but he, do not expect to see Marcus Mariota in a Falcons uniform. Anymore. It is unusual. He's gone. And Kyler Murray, that is confirmed, tore ACL. Yeah, so is it fair to say Marcus Mariota doesn't want to mentor Desmond Ritter? <laughs> there will be no mentorship. <laughs> Maybe Joe Flacco will be the next one to go. Uh, right. Guys, get really, what am I doing at this point? Right. right. Especially if, uh, you know, because there's talk already this week that, oh, maybe they'll dress uh, Zach Wilson. So then they make Joe Flacco the third quarterback. You're inactive. I'm going to go spend the Sunday with my kids. Yeah. I'm not going to come uh, this week because mm-hmm. I'm not dressing. If you want to dress me, I'll be there. But if I'm not dressing, I'll And stay Joe home. Flacco's a guy that's made a few bucks. Yeah. He's made a lot. Oh, We're talking yes. about Mariota. Flacco's oh, yes, made Jerry. considerably more. Very big bucks. Yeah. Uh, interesting story with uh, Tom Brady, and he does his Jim Gray uh, podcast. So uh, after the game on Sunday, when they got blown out by the Niners, uh, a guy on the Niners who picked them off uh, asked him to sign a football. Yes. And he did. He signed the football. And Jim Gray asked him about that uh, during this podcast. And uh, asked uh, Tom Brady what it was like for him to sign. Are you clicking? Are you looking for that, Jerry? I am Do looking for Do you have that? It. I don't know. Do you have it bleeped out? Because Tom Brady's getting nasty. No, there's nothing here. It's weird to hear Tom Brady. I feel like when he was with the Patriots and Bill Belichick, he was very under wraps. Like, um, he, he watched what he said. Mm-hmm. He didn't say crazy things. Now he's just cursing like a crazy person in the media. His personal life is kind of blown up. Yeah. I don't think he cares anymore. So when Jim Gray asked Tom Brady what it was like to sign a ball for a player who picked him off, he said it was blank for me, using the S word, Jerry. Okay. It was blank for me, to be honest, but I try to be a gentleman. No, actually, I mean, look, it was a great play he made. I'm happy he's got the ball. I wish I didn't throw it, but I'm trying to be a good sport because a lot of times I'm not a good sport. I'm a pretty bad sport. I think we've seen that. Right. I like that he's admitting that. Well, I mean. Because he said he runs off the field normally when he gets his butt kicked. This time he didn't. And he was asked to sign a ball that he threw an interception on. I thought it was good sportsmanship on his part this time. You liked it. I did. Yeah, I had no problem with that. It's weird to ask him, though. That's weird sportsmanship on the 49ers player part, I think. Yeah, I suppose. But if he's there, he's hanging out. The game's over. I mean, 
you see this after every game. It, it Really, the stakes almost don't matter. When the game's over, guys are coming together. They're laughing on the field. Yes, that's weird. It's not. It's just different. And, yes, it, it, it bothers some more than others, and clearly it bothers him a lot. But also, at the end of the day, he's 45. Grow up. I like to be. I would like to see a quarterback who lost is angry and heads for the lockers. But that's what he usually does. Yeah. That's why I think in this case, I think it's very. He was a good sport. Yeah, I think it's that's it's a good thing to see. Did you hear he didn't shower after the game? I did hear that you was guys a talk big about story that. yesterday. Yes, I don't care. It was breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Tom Brady's not showering after the game. You think he really smells that bad? No, I don't either. I bet his sweat smells nice. Okay. <laughs> you want to get that close to him and sniff him? <laughs> I bet even Tom Brady, because he probably is a guy who wears cologne. He probably even probably on cologne. And after the game, heavy he on the deodorant. On. Yeah, big deodorant guy. Maybe he's a loomy guy for his butt crack. Yes. Yeah, maybe he does that, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm good." Took I, a quick. Uh... Yeah, to me, a non-story. A non-story. Because I don't think I don't showering. think every player showers. Really, I don't. No, hmm. I do not. Especially if you're not playing a lot, right? You get four snaps. What are you wasting your time for? Like put my shorts on and get on the bus. Yeah, is the punter showering? Why? Why? By the way, what was that Sunday with the Giants punter? <laughs> that long-haired freak, Jerry. Like, so I have. I'm in the booth at AT and T Stadium. Yeah. I've got red zone going on my tablet, and I'm doing the game. I'm just obviously I was curious about the Eagles and Giants as the Cowboys are playing Houston. And so I looked down. I'm like, oh, my my first thought was they was during a commercial break. I, my first thought was, oh, it's going to be a punt return for a touchdown. And then I see him just drop the ball and drop kick it. Like, what is that? What a weird game, huh? I thought you were allowed to drop kick a ball. You can to, to kick an extra point or a field goal. Yeah, yeah. But that's what? not a punt. That's a kick. Oh. So that's why, why does no one do that? It's, well, let's see. Try and drop it to a point where it bounces up perfectly or have the guy hold it for you perfectly. Mm, I think we'll choose to hold it perfectly. <laughs> you would think somebody would come out of, like, Australian rules football who's an expert at running drop kicks would be signed by an NFL team. I, not to do that. I would that. love to see that. Not to do that. You really want your kicker drop kicking a ball on a big <laughs> field goal as opposed yes. to a nice snap and a nice placement. Yes, I do. Because I think, what if you could kick further, drop kicking it? Then all of a sudden it's like, mm, they got there's this going to be a 68-yard attempt. They're bringing out the Australian rules drop kicker. Well, we've seen that influence already with the punting, right? Have we not? What do you mean? Where they the punters now, a lot of them take the snap and run and kick on the run like oh, yeah. in rugby. Oh, yeah. We never saw that. Your guy, uh, Reggie Roby. Oh, love With Reggie the watch. Roby. He never did that. You take the snap and you just kick it away. Yeah. Now these guys sprint to a side and then kick it on the run. Get some momentum behind that thing. Yeah, that giant punter must have felt like a damn fool when he walked through the sideline. I would think so. Quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up. Boomer and Geo stand. I can't see them, but I know they're standing by waiting to open the door. Uh, That's coming up at 6. Right now, Odyssey Sportsman at Amy Lawrence on the late Mike Leach. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Not much time left. Devils lost uh, last night. Islanders lost last night. What else? This Carl on Twitter, Jerry's a real buzzkill. Okay. He says uh, Marcus Mariota left for for medical reasons. Oh, that's well, not still a fun, fun segment. That's not as fun. No, it's not as fun. To be like, you're not playing anymore. Okay, I'm out of here. <laughs> so you gave me bad information. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs>
I think the headline for the article gave me bad information, Jerry. <laughs> That's where you have to actually read the I article. WFAN-FM, WFAN-FM HD1, New York, always live on the free Odyssey app.